Welcome to the Good Talent Podcast. It's great to have your company. My name is Tony Nichols, CEO and founder of Good Talent Media. Passing the mic literally to John Sullivan, the Welshman today. Hi, Mike. Oh, Mike. What am I talking about? <laughs> John. Hi, Tony. I've got an uncle, Michael, but uh, yeah, I'm John. No, it's great to be here and um, yeah, lovely to pass the mic. I feel like I'm on stage. Always wanted to be there, but you know, when you're on there, it's a big deal, isn't it? We're a bit curious here. Yeah. doing a little bit of prep together. Like, where is the fury in the 2023 news cycle? Because there's a lot of things to be angry about, concerned about, stressed about, but usually there's a big enemy. And then we're pointing the finger, the media's pointing the finger, then we've got these problems, there's someone to blame. But in lieu of no enemy right now, John, I think it's an interesting news cycle. Yes, look, I totally agree. At the moment, you know, we're all hearing about interest rates going up, the cost of living going up, people maybe losing their jobs or people having great regret over, um, you know, stepping down during the great resignation. And in a way, people are sort of passively accepting this. Um, I saw a story in the Geelong Advertiser recently where a, a father was saying that he's now having to live in a caravan with his kids because he can't find rental accommodation and, of course, he can't buy property somewhere. Now, these are things that you hear constantly. Where is the anger, Tommy? Where are people putting this energy and why aren't they talking about it more? I think we're in an Albanese extended honeymoon period. So really the darling left of the media got the man they wanted in Albanese, our new prime minister, and had enough of ScoMo and the, and the right and the far right. And there's just total delight in getting the left in after so much pain and suffering, actually or allegedly, with ScoMo. And now they've got him in, they don't want to kick him and highlight, in fact, all the promises that he made or this small target agenda that he had and the areas of it that he's not delivering on. Yeah, that's exactly right. And of course, there's been talk again in the news cycle today about another rate uh, rise. Apparently two more months of that at least, you know, for Australians to have to deal with and face up to. And I think you're right. I think the, the Scott Morrison era for some was perceived as being a sort of time of a toxic news cycle, you might say. And I suppose people want to be rational. And we obviously, as former journalists, we encourage rational debate. You know, you want to hear both sides of the argument and both sides educate themselves and learn a bit more about, about someone they might perceive to be the enemy. I guess that's democracy in action. But I'm not even hearing much debate about this stuff, just sort of a passive acceptance. You know, as a European, you've got war between, you know, Ukraine and Russia, almost a proxy called war. I can't believe how many times I'm hearing things like the Third World War being mentioned. It's absolutely horrendous. I can't even believe we're saying these things. But in a way, it's almost like we're just saying, oh, look, let's just set and forget. We, we can't deal with this after the pandemic. Let's just crack on. Yeah, people are cracking on. But ordinarily in the news cycle, it's the government being raped over the coals. So it's the government's fault for cost of living. It's the government's fault for rising interest rates. It's the government's fault for an tanking economy. But we don't have that right now. So it's really interesting in the game of increasing profiles and strengthening brands, working with clients, because we do know the news cycle is a great platform. You can hop in and make some noise and boost your profile, but also get things done, John. Yeah. So actually ask for the government to do things and uh, agitate on the sidelines or, in fact, in, in center stage. So I, I forecast fury. Mm. It, it, this can't continue. No, it can't. So this plastered news cycle where no one's being blamed cannot continue. I think in 2023, with a couple of interest rates rate rise left to go, I think the tide's going to turn on Albanese and the honeymoon period is going to be pretty soon over. And I think that's an opportunity for CEOs and business leaders to get into the media. Yeah, I'm definitely picking that sentiment up totally. Look, I've been speaking to lots of sort of potential clients at the moment, and a lot of them are saying how they experienced almost being defunded last year and how now is the time to make sure that they demonstrate their relevance more than ever. And of course, they're having to show the people that they're helping, having to tell their stories. And I think it's really important that that happens at the moment because otherwise we're going to just sort of quietly march to a place where 
all of a sudden we're starting to lose these vital services and people are starting to see the outcomes of that and that concerns me. COVID was a prime example, like a once in 100 year pandemic and people were furious and they flocked to the media and people telling their stories left, right, center. But in a sense, although we're not locked down and wearing masks, we've got similar problems ahead of us or in similar problems, but I think people are missing the media opportunity to make some noise. Yeah. And now's the time. So name the sector. You think about it, the sector you're in, there are problems. The government can help. And you've got inside knowledge. Now, you think you're 20 years, 30 years, 10 years of experience, big deal. That's just what you know. But it's very illuminating and shocking for other people to hear what you know. Now's the time to get moving, I think. Tide's about to change in the press. Yeah, definitely. I think there's going to be some big questions that need to be asked, you know, within the country, of course, of Australia and indeed our relationship to the rest of the world. And I've seen this back home in Europe, you know, there's been a really tumultuous time where prime ministers have been skittled in and skittled out and the economy is front and centre. But of course, the situation with the Ukraine as well. And often our news agenda seems to follow the, the European news agenda. I, I think that scrutiny is going to come. And as you said, Tony, there's probably never a better time to stand up for, for do what you believe in, essentially have that debate and see how you're trying to find solutions that are positive to help people because they're always the best stories. And I guess what we're talking about here is industry leadership. Yeah. And that is that is the news style PR, PR with newsrooms in mind. It does get a lot of press. You're not selling anything. It's not a new product or service. It's not something that you're looking for return on investment for after one media appearance. But industry leadership is a totally different thing. It's credibility. If you can be the person that stands up in your sector right now in amongst all of our problems, but you can shine a light on a new way forward, that's a huge opportunity. Now, the press are open to us. Mm. You just have to pick up the, the phone, John, and formulate the story. And you've got lots of experience doing that. Yeah, look, working as an account executive with Good Talent Media was fantastic. We were with so many disability service providers and non-for-profits who had amazing stories to, to tell about how they were helping people in their local communities and across the country. And journalists, they, they, they actually love to engage with those kinds of stories because they understand you're not trying to sell something, you're trying to tell a story about a solution and about helping people. And I think more than ever, we need some of that optimism and sort of positivity in, in what it seems to be a flat, passive news cycle. So many of us welcomed Albanese into government. I mean, fantastic. What a relief. You know, incredible win against all odds. Do you remember the first interview he did? He couldn't add up. He didn't know the most basic of things. Oh, that was incredible. What a recovery. And then when he wins the thing, he stands up there uh, and, and he welcomes or accepts or puts his hand on the Uluru statement from the heart. I thought, what a great symbolic gesture to set up his prime ministership. But just because you probably you may have your man in doesn't mean you can't kick him. It doesn't mean that you can't be in a debate against this government to get things that you want for your sector and build your own profile at the same time. Yeah, exactly right. And it almost seems to be just a period of, of calm, of quietness. It almost makes me feel a bit uneasy because, yeah, there's an acceptance that these are tough times and no one's going to talk about it. But as you say, from talking about things, we find solutions. We also showcase problems and probably where policy could be changed to the benefit of people at a Commonwealth level, of course. The fastest way to increase your profile and strengthen your brand is PR, it's media. One phone call, massive platforms, you're on the way. And I, I think your sector's waiting for that person to stand up and do anything and do something, and it could be you. And John, I often ask people to reflect a little bit. What would it mean if you were seen? If you were known right across the country as your industry's leader, what would it do for your career? What would it do for your salary? What would you do for your business, your membership, your funding? I mean, the answers are very different, but it's transformational. 
definitely. Do you know, it's funny, Tony, I've spoken to a lot of leaders lately who say that they actually want to stand for something. They want to make a difference and that gives them energy. They don't want to waste their time. The mandate they've been given as a leader of an organization, they actually want to build some policies and build some change and some services that, that are going to they're going to add some value to people's lives, especially after some of the tough times that we've seen in Australia and around the world. So I think that's a wonderful opportunity for, for all of us, including ourselves, to, to tell these wonderful stories and make a difference, basically. And start asking some questions again. Well, that's our forecast. You've heard it first from us. We predict the honeymoon period for Albanese is over and there's got to be media fury on the way. Rightly or wrongly, the fingers are about to start being pointed. It's really going to excite the news cycle and create heaps of opportunities across lots of different sectors. And we say get on board with it. John Sullivan, thanks for your company. Pleasure as always.